They say love is the strongest magnetic force on the planet Earth. But if this is really true, why is love such a complicated subject matter? Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast, and I am your host, LaToya. I created this podcast in honor of my dad, who was an acclaimed television broadcast engineer for nearly four decades. He also hosted an award-winning radio show called Speaking of Sports, which is the inspiration behind the name of this podcast, Speaking of Love. My dad was an amazing guy who achieved levels of success that most people only dream of. He was held in the highest esteem, and yes, he was a star in the public eye. But on March 2nd of 2020, his private struggles became public when he murdered his wife, moments before taking his own life. So I created this podcast as a platform for spreading love around the globe while raising awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast. I am your host, LaToya, and I am here today with another amazing, beautiful guest. That's right. I am here today with the beautiful Elizabeth Forster. She's the owner, operator, founder of Moja Cupcakes. Let me tell you all about this fascinating young lady here. Are you ready for this? Listen to her story. After pursuing a doctorate of veterinary science, she was in pursuit of her degree for over 10 years. And after many setbacks, failures, and unfortunate events, she was not able to complete the goal and was dismissed from the program. She was left confused, sad, angry, and lost. And she had to sit back and reevaluate her life. After prayer and meditation, the idea to build her strength and God-given talents was produced. Elizabeth decided to become an entrepreneur and take control of her destiny, building a home-based bakery called Moja Cupcakes. It was born in 2020, and Elizabeth has been operating on faith ever since. She's inspired by creativity, Black culture, music, and traditional flavors with a culinary elevated twist. Moja Cupcakes continues to grow in its presence on social media. The mission is to be an example that even after a major failure, starting over in life is not starting from scratch. Although Moja Cupcakes provides her sweets, she strives to inspire, motivate, and turn others' pain into purpose by living the life you deserve. So welcome to Speaking of Love, my beautiful Elizabeth. How are you today? Good, how are you? Oh, that intro sounds so nice. (laughs) Well, yes, and you wrote it. (laughs) I know, I'm like, oh, that sounds good. (laughs) 
Yes. Thank you so much for being here, Elizabeth. I am so happy to have you here. I'm inspired by people like you who do wonderful things. I was on YouTube one night and I've taken an interest in baking uh, professionally. And I saw a video, a beautiful video with you. And this couple walked up to you and they saw you selling your cupcakes out of the trunk of your car. And it was just very inspiring for me. So thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. You have given me the opportunity to be a part of my very first podcast. So this is a, a journey that I'm excited to start because this is something that's been on my heart as far as being able to speak and tell my story more. Um, that was actually one of my goals that I wanted to do for this year. And I spoke it, manifested, thought about it, prayed about it. And you have given me the opportunity to start being a part of this manifestation of talking more about my why and my story. So wonderful. That's so good. Elizabeth, so talk to me. You are originally from California. Yes. And uh, talk to me about your early years growing up. What was life like for little Elizabeth? Did you ever <laughs> see yourself being a baker? Um, so I'm born in uh, San Francisco, raised in Vallejo, California. So I'm from the Bay Area. Um, so whoop, whoop. Um, I am, um, also, I grew up in California, but also grew up in Southern California, like in my middle school and high school years. So, um, but Elizabeth was all kinds of things. So, um, growing up, I was actually a very creative person and I love to draw. I love to paint. Um, I love to create as far as like building. I thought at one point I was going to be an architecture architect and do architecture. And then at some point I thought I wanted to do hair. So <laughs> I thought I was going to be a hairdresser and it was everything, all of all, everything about that was me creating. It was something I could do with my hands. Um, but I also loved animals. And that was one of the things that I streamlined my career choice to doing and more of a science-based, more critical-based thinking. Um, but I am the middle child of three girls and I am the only one that went to a historically black college. So all of my family stayed in California and my two sisters stayed and I was the only one to venture out and lived in Alabama um, and went to Tuskegee University um, for college. So. I have always been about um, black culture, um, all about you know black history, and just being a part of the 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 community of HBCU graduates. Uh, we can all look the same, but what does that mean? It can mean that going to HBCU, I got to meet so many different types of people because it's like. Uh, skin color is no longer a factor, you know, it's about who you are and what you like to do and what you're interested in and then building on that. Um, and so my, my little creative side mixed with, you know, animal science and a, a scientific background um, has created me as this woman today. <laughs> um, but I am still not in California. My family is still there and I'm still the one. So God has always provided my own path. I've always been on my own little lane ever since I was little. So I'm I'm not surprised I'm doing this. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> so you're in 
So you're in Atlanta, Georgia right now. Is that correct? Yes, I'm in Atlanta. Um, so I was in Alabama. So once I got dismissed from the program, um, the choice was to move back home to California or go to the next state over and just try and figure out life. <laughs> and that's just what I did. I went ahead and stayed down south, moved to Atlanta, and I've been here since 2019. So fast forward a little bit, Elizabeth, you were in a veterinarian program. You had the desire and the love in your heart for animals, and you wanted to be a veterinarian. And unfortunately, um, well, maybe not unfortunately, but you were dismissed from the program. Okay. And um, in that, take me back to that moment when you were no longer uh, allowed to be in the program. What, what was that like for you? Um, so in that moment, I had already been pushed back twice. So I was already at the height of my fight of trying to stay in veterinary medical college. So at that moment, it was, um, it was more of like a, I just put my hands up at that point and said, you know, well, it's above me now because I don't know what else to do because <laughs> yeah. I fought so hard and so long to get to that point. And then I was in it and then had to fight even more to stay in it. So, so for me to be then dismissed and still not complete the goal, I had to put my hands up because I had no idea why that had happened to me. And, you know, as I'm. So they didn't give you a reason why they dismissed you from the program? Oh, no, they gave me a reason. It was a lot of the reasons were academic. Mm -hmm. It was an academic reason. So I was dismissed, not dismissed, I was set back twice because if there's rules where if you don't pass certain classes or if you get certain grades, you have to retake it. Um, but you can only do that also many times. Sure. And, and, and within the academic struggle of, of a medical college, not only was I just struggling academically and the and the, the information and how the program operated because it's also a very old program. And so it, it was a lot of adjustments, but that was one part of it. But a lot of what I struggled with was all mental because I had a lot of other personal issues going on every single semester, every single year. It wasn't just academics. Academics, uh, the failure of producing academically was a result of all the other things I was going on in life. I was hospitalized. I had a blood clot in my leg at the age of 28. I had to miss school. Um, I had fell on some stairs and had a dislocated shoulder, so I couldn't do surgery. Um, I had... <laughs> Um, I had gotten a car accident where the car was squished in on both sides and um, walked away from that, you know, thank God. Um, I had accumulated hundreds of um, a student loan debt. And at some point I had no way to pay for school. So my mind was stuck on that. So it was so many other aspects that kept happening as I was just pushing through, striving to just do well in class, that there was always something else distracting me from doing so. And so that's what made it really hard um, to stay 
in in the program and stay positive about it because that's why when it happened i had to put my hands up because it was like <laughs> i did i did my i did my absolute best despite all the other stuff that was trying to prevent me from doing well and and even with the program itself you know professor issues um at some point i was class president um so i had a lot of responsibility um at some point i was also running my own club i created my own club on campus that no, that wasn't around and so it was like it was just always something else that got in the way and so they let me know what was the issue and i already knew by the time the class was over that it wasn't gonna happen anymore. that was good yeah but you still have a love for animals i read somewhere that you love cats talk to me about your love for cats yeah so um uh let's see so after college i moved to ohio and i was wasn't as confident in a grad, um, applying for veterinary school after undergraduate um college so i got my bachelor's but i still wasn't sure if i wanted to pursue veterinary medicine, I felt like I had to do veterinary technician job. So I had to get a, I wanted to get certified. That way my, my, uh, my, um, my application can be stronger once I applied to veterinary medical college. It's a very competitive um, uh, applicant pool because it's not that many. So I lived mm -hmm. in Ohio and I was up there by myself. And so I got a cat. <laughs> so I got a cat and my cat has been with me. Uh, he's, he'll be, he's 11 now. Um, and so he's been with me this whole entire process. Um, and then moving here to Atlanta, I um, worked at the Atlanta Humane Society uh, mm -hmm. animal shelter. So of course there was another kitty in there that I fell in love with. So now I have two. Aww, that's so sweet. <laughs> but um, but just to say that I um Moja Cupcakes is actually a combination of their names. Um, my male cat's name is Mo. I call him Momo. And my other female cat that I got a couple years ago, um, her name is Doja. <laughs> so that's where Moja comes from. Um, but I looked up, it actually does mean one in Swahili. So Moja is a Swahili word and it does mean one. So oh, I think I was wondering what the inspiration behind the name of Moja Cupcakes was. That so, is so beautiful. Yes. So Elizabeth, you have to bring them on camera so we can see them oh. before the interview is over if they'll let you. Okay, yes. They're they're sleeping somewhere right now. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, we're gonna go right into the video that I saw that made me just fall in love with you and your mission. So if I can share my screen with our audience, I'm gonna show them exactly exactly the video of you on YouTube that uh, inspired me to reach out to you. So hold on one second. Okay. Okay. And I said, me, you just too much money here. Let's just keep going. But me, me, so, so we, we did a new turn, turn and, and we came back so we can see what she got, guys. So I'm not sure what exactly she's selling, but we're going to go check her out right now. There's another meeting now pop up. Black on the review. Let's go. 
All right, so, so we're here, here with another, another black owned business. Pop up shot last minute. And what's your company? company? Mojo Coke. Mojo Coke. Okay. You're the CEO? You're gonna see the link in the description below. Yes. And I make my menus every month. So all the flavors I just talked about are gonna be on August menu. And then you just follow me and stay tuned for every month I change it up. Gotcha. So okay. we're definitely gonna get I don't know which one you I looking think, at me, I but think, I, I, was I, thinking, I was you thinking you read my mind because I, I that, when she of, said key line, I'm from Tampa, so Okay, I, okay. So and you, you must love. know that we love supporting black businesses because mm-hmm. we started off this month on the, on our like health and fitness type mm-hmm. thing, but I said, you know what? This is gonna be our cheat, our cheat meal. Yeah. All right, so we definitely gonna grab this one. Okay. Oh, she got everything what you need. So look, look, look here. We got pea line, uh, key lime pie. We got uh, like a peach cobbler, right? And this is like, uh, what's this right here? Just like a banana pudding. And then it's like a raspberry joint, and it's it's very good. She make them from scratch from home. So Don't look at this, y'all. Don't look at this. So it's a four pack, so it's mixed in together. So I me, mean, what is how it look, me? Yeah. Uh, oh my god. And we just started our thing. Here we go, me. Like somebody, gotta, it was we, something that led us over here. Did you hear the story behind why she's, and why she, she's out here? And she quit her job, yeah, putting faith in her hands, taking control of her destiny. You already know. Uh, is it good, girl? Look. Hold on, what you got, what you got, what you got, what you got? How you like? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Mm-mm. Can you hear me, Elizabeth? No, okay, perfect. 
That's beautiful. You know, that couple came out and they, they saw something in you and they wanted to bring it to the forefront. And that was absolutely amazing. That was a beautiful moment. And those cupcakes look delicious. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I understand you bake, you bake everything completely from scratch. Yes. Yes. So I grew up, um, I love baking. Um, I actually been baking and making cupcakes for years now but i always use the box mix um but what made my cupcakes so special and why people love them and they would always say you need to sell these or something because yes i was using the box mix at one point but i would always add to it i would always make add some other element to it that will make it a little extra something <laughs> so once i decided to go ahead and start baking um, professionally and learning, I really wanted to learn how to bake from scratch because using a box mix was not going to be cost effective. And I just really wanted to know how to do it on my own from scratch. So I took uh, almost a year or so perfecting and learning how to do it. And I'm still learning, actually. There's mm -hmm. still things that I still learn. Sometimes they, sometimes they still don't come out right and I have to redo the whole thing. You know, it's always a learning process. But I always relate that to life. Because when you bake something and you put certain things and in, in ingredients into something and you produce it and it doesn't come out right, it's not like you just throw it away and you stop. You do it again. You do it again and you adjust your ingredients, meaning you adjust how you think, how you live, how you operate, your habits, and you do it again. And it's going to produce something really well. And so that is something that I want to continue to share with people that when it comes to baking and me learning from scratch, it was a trial, but it allowed me to, to not get discouraged when something doesn't work out or it come out too burnt or too, <laughs> too, yes. or too dry. And it made me fast forward the, the process of doing something like I did with college and school and academics and trying to be a doctor and it didn't work out. I was struggling trying to figure out what to do next with baking. It sped up that thought process of when you bake something, you put all into it and it doesn't come out. You don't just sit there and get stuck. You got to do it again. You got to mm -hmm. do it again. And so that's what Moja Cupcakes is for me. It's me just doing it again. But like I said in the intro, it's not that I'm starting from scratch or I'm starting like completely. I'm going in with previous knowledge now. Now I know I can adjust my recipe. I can adjust my ingredients. Mm -hmm. I can adjust how I live now, <laughs> essentially. And yeah. think about how my life and what I want and just readjust it. So yes, baking is definitely a science. Elizabeth, I want to know what is the main mission behind Moja Cupcakes? I know you sell delicious baked goods and you are making a profit, you're making a living, but what is the what is the real mission behind Moja Cupcakes? What will people benefit from buying your baked goods other than the fact of enjoying a delicious dessert? What is that? Um, so I, I've been thinking about this um, often and it kind of changes as I go about building my business. But one of my missions is to not only provide something sweet and delicious for you to eat, 
but I want to be able to provide um, the reason why you even bought it <laughs> and and put that message out there. Because when it what I've learned with business is that people don't buy things. They buy the person who's selling it. And so I want to be an example of that because the sweets, a cookie is a cookie, a cupcake is a cupcake, a cake is a cake. But it's like, why are you buying that cake? And so my mission is to be able to provide something sweet and and give you a moment of happiness, knowing that what you just bought was something from somebody who is, I want to say, is an example of resilience, is an example of building and making something better. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like I said, my mission changes all the time because I'm constantly trying to think of like the right thing to say. <laughs> of course. But that's my main mission is to, Moja Cupcakes is an example of what it looks like to start over and make something better of your life. Yes, and it's okay to start your life with one plan and yes. then venture off into doing something else because most of us, most people are not doing exactly what they have necessarily gone to college to right. do. Right. You know, I think people like Dr. Laura Schlesinger, she has a radio program. Well, she studied science in her college years. She was even a college professor at one time. So a lot of times we'll start our lives with one pathway and end up on another, but that second pathway is where we actually belong. Yeah. So we have to use our original goal as a gate to yeah. open up the door for new opportunities. And that's exactly what you have done. And that's tremendous. Yeah, thank you so much. I love that. I love how you put that. Yeah. So um, for our for our listening audience and our viewing audience, her handle on, she's on TikTok, she's on Instagram, Facebook, it's Moja Cupcakes. That's M-O-J-A Cupcakes, Moja Cupcakes. Please follow her. And I also want to talk to you all about she has a GoFundHer page, and she's looking for people to make donations. So talk to us about your GoFundHer page Mo, um, for Moja Cupcakes. Yes. So as my business grows, um, I have decided to, I feel like what's beneficial for me is to operate in a commercial kitchen and not in my home. Um, because like I said, I want to be able to inspire a whole bunch of people. I want to inspire everybody who touches down on Moja Cupcakes. And my GoFundHer page is a um, sponsorship where you can donate and sponsor me to, um, which will allow me to get into the commercial kitchen space, but also have all the ingredients, all of the, um, and when I say ingredients, I mean in bulk <laughs> and all the equipment. Um, because there's equipment there to use um, and you can rent it, um, but you still have to bring your own. And I want to think bigger of what Moja Cupcakes can be. And so by doing that, I have to be in a space that allows me to operate in, in a bigger capacity. Because what's, what the purpose I have is more than just me, it's to service others. And so whenever God puts a, a purpose in your heart, it's never for you, it's for others. And so I feel like I can't do what I want to do 
here in my home. And plus, I live in an apartment here in Atlanta. And so I want to be able to um, build my business, build my life up to where I can eventually own a home. But I have to start here, meaning I have to start at home. And now we're elevating to a larger, bigger space. And the GoFundMe page allows me to get in that space, get in the door into the commercial kitchen space and be able to operate and service people all over the U.S. and maybe even the world. You never know. <laughs> yes. So the, the site for that is GoFundHer.com. And then when you get there, just type in Moja Cupcakes and make a contribution, no matter how big or how small. It can definitely help my girl Elizabeth yes. to live out her dream and inspire others to do the same. And just at the at the very same time, allow us to enjoy the sweetness of her homemade yes. from scratch Moja cupcakes. Yes. <laughs> Elizabeth, I have one of your, I think it's from Instagram. I want our audience to check this out. Look at her, guys. She is amazing. Talk to you for hours I wanna give you your flowers And some champagne showers All the shrimp and lobster towels But it's me that gets devoured Ooh, when you do what you do I'm empowered You give me a superpower Together the world could be ours You set me up on the... <laughs> I oh love it, God. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Who did your um? How did you come up with the design for your logo? Your logo is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. So that is uh one of my my brainchild <laughs> that developed into something beautiful. Um, I have one of my old uh, roommates and really good friend. She's actually a designer. Um, uh, and she helped me bring that to life. I literally drew it out um, and would constantly draw it and would not have an idea. I had an idea of what I wanted to look like, but at the same time, I needed someone to perfect it. And as I'm talking right now, I feel like I have an exact. Okay, so the bit, so the image you just saw, this is where it started. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> So just imagine, you know, Moja Cupcakes and what it is now, it's now developed, it came from this simple drawing. It came from mm -hmm. the cupcake, the girl, the hair. That's all it needed. And some cute lips because, like I said, we love beauty, we love culture, we love fashion, we love all of that. And so it's it's developed a lot from oh, this. that is so sweet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Everything you're doing is just amazing. Um, Elizabeth, I want to go a little serious now uh, into the interview. You know, um, this podcast was created in honor of my father. My father, he took his own life in a murder-suicide. He murdered his wife, and then he took his own life. 
But my dad was a great person, and uh, he was a radio TV broadcast engineer. And many years ago, he had a sports radio show called Speaking of Sports. So when he passed away, I wanted to do something special to honor his memory. So I created this podcast, and it's called Speaking of Love. My dad's show was Speaking of Sports. Well, I know nothing about sports, but I am a, I like to say I'm a doctor of love. I know all about love, but I ask all of my guests who sit before me the million dollar question and that is how do you elizabeth define love what's your definition of love oh my gosh wow okay and there's no right or wrong answer you know every the you are my this is my 86th episode and i've had 86 people sit before me and everyone's answer is different everyone's answer is beautiful so it's no right or wrong answer but i just want to know what is your definition of love uh, well, first, let me say, I feel like this was meant to be because I was born in 86. So. <gasps> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that, put that out there. So, um, wow. How do I define love? Um, let's see. I can only speak from my own experience and how I love. And, um, Wow. I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> okay, so like, Okay, so I feel like how I define love is more of a it's a choice. Love to me is a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a decision that you fully wholeheartedly decide to do. It's definitely a feeling. It's definitely like it can be a feeling of love. It can definitely be um, the idea. You can have an idea of love, but true love is truly a decision. It's a choice mm -hmm. that you make. Um, and so I choose love because you can choose to not love by doing it subconsciously through, you know, a negative self talk, watching things that don't benefit you, or watching. That's not love. To me, it's like self-love is like the best love. Mm -hmm. But I'm choosing to do that. And that's a conscious uh, mental thing to do. And so when you love someone, for me, I can, I can only explain how I love. And I choose to love everyone the same. Mm -hmm. Even if they hurt me, even if I got my heart broken, and I meet the next person, they're going to get the same love that yeah. I before because that's how I love. I'm not going to alter it because I choose to operate and share the love that I have for myself with someone. And that's a lot, but I'm going to continue to always do that. Wow, that's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So on the, on the topic of love, what do you love most about Moja Cupcakes? Uh, that it's endless. Uh, it's endless opportunities. Um, what I love most about Moja Cupcakes and what I've built is that it stands on the principle of creativity. Mm -hmm. And it's creativity is endless. And I feel like that is the, the juice that, that runs my oil. That's, that runs my machine. I mean, that's, that's what gets me going. <laughs> is the opportunity to create and there's endless opportunities 
And that's not even just to say create the flavor profile. It's to create how I'm even going to present it. Um, I mentioned how I love incorporating music into what I put on social media. And that's because I love music. And that's what I love about Moja Cupcakes is that it's always going to be some form of creative expression, whether it's through video, pictures, the choice of music that I use, and even the flavor options. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing I love about Mocha Cupcakes. Wow, that's amazing. It has been an honor having you here today, Elizabeth. Thank you for blessing my platform with your presence. If anyone wants to support Elizabeth, go to her. It's GoFundHer is the website. Go fund her and help support her. Her business is Moja Cupcakes. Yes. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Moja Cupcakes. Before I I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, I just really appreciate the opportunity to speak and tell my story. And for the audience listening, I just want to encourage you guys to continue to really operate in your gift. And if you don't know what that gift is, I I challenge you to really sit back and think about who are you? Who Mm -hmm. are you? Who um, and what is a part of you? What do you like to do? What do you enjoy doing? What comes so easy to you that everyone says, hey, you're really good at that. And if you feel stuck in life or not sure what your purpose is, dig deep into finding that thing that you're really good at. Yeah, because they say that it's the thing that you can do multiple times where you just feel alive. It's something that you do in your life that feeds your soul that you could do it forever for free with no money involved. Just yeah. something that that drives you, yeah. that inspires you, that you feel the most excited about doing. Nine yeah. times out of 10, that's your gift and your purpose. Right, absolutely. absolutely. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, when the pages of your life are reviewed and your mission on the planet Earth is over, what legacy are you leaving behind? What do you most want to be remembered for? Um, to never giving up. Um, my legacy is more about resilience and more about um still serving the purpose god put on your heart um Mm -hmm. the legacy that i want to continue in life is to just show that even though there's a purpose you may have had in life and an idea and a goal and it didn't work out to really understand that there's so many other ways you can live out your purpose Mm -hmm. and it can be the op the the perfect opportunity to recreate that person for you, for yourself, and to live out that opportunity, live out that that goal and that purpose. So my legacy and my my goal I want to put out in the world is to continue to live out your purpose, even if it's not even the way you thought. To continue moving forward, being resilient, to never giving up, because you just oh. never know. 
Wow, that's beautiful. Amazing, amazing words of wisdom from a beautiful young lady. And see, that's why I called you here today, Elizabeth, because I'm so inspired by people who take their lives and use it as an instrument to enhancing the lives of other people. And that's what you're doing, Elizabeth. And I'm so happy and honored that I've had you here today to bless my platform with your presence and your words of wisdom. And the most important thing that you've given to my audience today is you've inspired them. You've given them the tools, showing them that you have survived circumstances that were very difficult. Being in the veterinarian program, having to walk away from that, having to rebuild your life. And here you sit today, beautiful as ever, <laughs> smart <you>. as ever, <laughs> with the most delicious cupcakes on in probably in the whole Atlanta area and you're, you're here and you're walking in your gift. And I love that about you. And I want you to keep moving, keep striving, keep going forward because the best is yet to come. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here, Elizabeth. And I want to show your video one more time before we oh. conclude the, okay. the, our podcast. <laughs> So let's see if we can get that on. Yeah. Yeah. mine. Hours. I could do this for hours. Sit and talk to you for hours. I want to give you your flowers. And some champagne showers. All the shrimp and lobster towels. But it's me that gets devoured. Ooh, when you do what you do, I'm empowered. You give me a superpower Together the world could be ours You set me up on the Absolutely amazing, amazing And I love how you said you desire to be your own boss Well, you have already achieved that intention You are your own boss Yay, thank you for reminding me <laughs> You have done that, Elizabeth It's been a pleasure talking with you today. I have really enjoyed our interview. If yeah. anyone watching or listening has missed any portion of this recording, you can definitely catch it live on YouTube. It's on Facebook. And then it's also going to be available on all podcast platforms. Mm -hmm. Just type in Speaking of Love, the podcast in the search bar, and I will be there. Mm -hmm. And I'll also be back here next week for episode 87 of Speaking of Love, the podcast. So I hope to see you all next week. And Elizabeth, Elizabeth Forster yes. of Moja Cupcakes. I bow, I bow to your excellence, my sister. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love, I love you, you and keep up the good work. You're amazing. Thank you. <laughs>